The Holy Gospel according to John. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm about to name a bunch of places that will mean very little to you. The places I'm about to name are towns in a faraway land called Connecticut. (laughs) The only people who know of their existence are people who live there and work there or the people who used to live there and work there. But it doesn't matter at all whether you know of these particular towns. You could fill in the blank with some towns you are familiar with. Because what I'm about to share is nearly universally true. I grew up in Naugatuck, Connecticut. My my hometown has a picturesque town green with a gazebo used for free summer concerts and taking prom pictures. My hometown has an adorable nickname. Those from Naugatuck like to call it Noggy. Naugatuck has annual festivals like the Harvest Moon Festival and the Duck Race. They seem like they are straight out of that fictional Gilmore Girls town of Stars Hollow. And if that wasn't enough, we also have not one, not two, not three, but a total of four Duncans. (laughs) What's not to love? It's a town flowing with iced coffee. (laughs) It was a great place to grow up. And growing up, we knew that if nothing else, Naugatuck was at least so much better than Waterbury. I mean, can anything good come out of Waterbury? Sure, Waterbury had a mall and a movie theater and even a Barnes & Noble, which I give them credit for. But it also had a higher crime rate and more drug use and a terrible school system. Not that we understood what any of those things really meant at the time, but we understood that when we drove through Waterbury, our parents would lock the car doors. 
And when we were dropped off at the movies, it was with reminders not to talk to strangers. And when we were picked up from the mall, we were told to wait inside. One day, I was chatting with a friend, and this friend mentioned a snobby girl from Prospect who looked down on her. And I asked why. And my friend answered, just because I'm from Naugatuck. Yeah, we're from Naugatuck, so... Well, you know the way we think about Waterbury? That's the way Prospect looks at Naugatuck. Really? I wanted to argue, but at that moment, it was like something shattered. Naugatuck wasn't perfect. I thought about our downtown and all the storefronts that are now empty. The fact that when it rained, our high school roof was so leaky that we needed buckets in the classrooms and the hallways to catch all the water. I thought of my parents' own ADT system, which they never forgot to arm at night or when we left the house. People in Prospect see us in Naugatuck the same way we see Waterbury. Can anything good come out of Naugatuck? Out of curiosity, I asked my friend, do you think there are people who look at Prospect the way Prospect sees us? And she said, yeah, probably Cheshire. And somehow that made me feel a little better. Now, I said when I started this that these town names don't matter, and they don't, because I have experienced some form of this everywhere I've lived. When I lived on Staten Island of all places. It was, can anything good come out of New Jersey? (laughs) And when I was in Berkeley, it was, can anything good come out of Oakland? And when I was in Montana, it was, can anything good come out of North Dakota? (laughs) Montanans love to poke fun at North Dakota. Judging someone from where they are from or judging a whole town or state without really knowing the place or the people, making assumptions about the goodness of that particular place, goodness often having economic or racial undertones or being based on politics, it's nothing new. We see from our reading today, from the Gospel of John, this is nothing new because we hear the same sort of prejudice here too. Jesus is in the process of calling his disciples. He's getting his team together before he starts his public ministry. And before Nathanael meets Jesus, Philip says to Nathanael, we've found the one, Jesus, son of Joseph of Nazareth. And Nathanael responds, can anything good come out of Nazareth? So much is said with this one question. I don't exactly know what baggage Nazareth carried with it. And trying to find out, it seems like it was just a lowly rural village. But did you catch that Nathaniel doesn't seem that surprised that the long-awaited one, the one foretold by Moses and the prophets, has been found? He's more surprised that the one they've been searching for was found in Nazareth. It doesn't matter what tone you use when you ask the question. We can hear the prejudice, the implied understanding of this place. 
the disbelief that if the one we're waiting for is here, why would he be found in Nazareth of all places? Philip simply says, come and see. There's no debate. There's no attempt to convince Nathaniel. Just come and see for yourself. Now, when Nathaniel meets Jesus, Jesus tells Nathaniel that he saw him under the fig tree, as if to say, without fully saying it, yes, I heard what you said about Nazareth. Something about Jesus, something about this moment changes Nathaniel. And he comes face to face with and recognizes the good that has, in fact, come out of Nazareth. Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. And Jesus responds, and I'm going to paraphrase here, all of this because I told you I saw you under a fig tree? Oh, you are going to see so much more than that. Now for Nathaniel and for all of the disciples that will say yes to Jesus' call, They will see amazing signs and wonders. All of the stuff that we only get to read about, they are going to see firsthand. They will cross the sea and travel into Gentile territory. They will see Jesus touch those who are considered unclean. They will see Jesus argue with religious authorities and then embrace sinners. They will see Jesus showing love to the Samaritan woman and feeding all who hunger. Jesus is right to tell Nathanael that he will see greater things than this. And in all of this seeing, something else will happen too. The disciples are going to unsee so many of their previously held prejudices and assumptions. Whatever us and them divide they used to live by will be completely erased. The sick, the poor, the sinful, the Gentile, the Samaritan will all be brought into community. They will be invited to come and see and to follow Jesus. The righteous, the rich, the religious, the proud, the respected— They will all be invited to take a second look at themselves, but then also to come follow Jesus too. The invitation to follow Jesus, this invitation to come and see, it's an invitation to go to the places where we're not used to going and to see people as God sees people. Yes, Nazareth. Yes, go and see all of the good that is in Nazareth. Yes, see the good in the man born blind. Yes, see the good in the Samaritan woman. Yes, see the good in the hungry crowd. Tomorrow, many of us will be home from school and work in memory of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his life and his work. With his sermons and his speeches and his actions, Reverend King called this country to see differently to let go of the divisions and distinctions that were created based on skin color, and to see all people as worthy, as equals, as brothers and sisters, as full citizens, as children of God. 
And something King wrote in Advice for Living reminds me of our gospel story today. People fail to get along because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other. They don't know each other because they have not communicated with each other. Come and see works as an invitation because when people get to know one another, it is so much harder to hate. It's that simple. It's harder to hold on to our prejudice or our misunderstandings when those people now have names and faces and stories. You can no longer ask the question, can anything good come out of fill in the blank? when you have seen and experienced the good there. And in a sermon entitled, Death Upon the Seashore, Reverend King preached, we must believe that a prejudiced mind can be changed, and that man, by the grace of God, can be lifted from the valley of hate to the high mountain of love. There is hope. It might be timeless, even human nature, to create divisions and distinctions where none exist, but we can overcome this. Like Nathaniel, who quickly changed his tone when he came face to face with Jesus, when he experienced what it meant to be known and to be loved by the Son of God, we are also changed when we follow Jesus. When we accept that invitation to come and see, when we go and experience and love where we once feared, when we encounter Jesus, we see that there is good everywhere, that there is good in everyone. When we follow Jesus to the places where we'd rather not go, we see good in all places and in all people because we see Jesus in all places, and in all people. Especially the people and places that have been dismissed and counted out. Can anything good come out of Naugatuck, or Waterbury, or Worcester, or Holden, or Nazareth? The answer is always yes. With God, the answer is always a bold and loving God's source and giver of everything good. Open our eyes to the good in all places and in all people. Help us to follow Jesus, to see the world and to love the world as you do. Amen.